Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's uh, join up with a guy that I really like and I hang out with all the time when we're in a different city, even though we both live here. It's Kurt Heelan, NBC Sports Sports Bro, Bro Basketball Talk. Kurt, I, I can't tell you how many buddies I have in L.A. that I only see when I leave L.A. <laughs> yeah, and I'm one of them. I have to say, I was the most L.A. thing ever I enjoyed because I'm like, I, we did a, my wife and I did a staycation last weekend for our, our, our anniversary and nice. like spent the whole weekend doing crazy L.A. stuff that we just don't get to do anymore, like going to, Going to a Dodger game, going to Jitlada, going to these like restaurants we don't always get to go to. Nice. Uh, show with the Greek, like just the, the LA stuff that we don't get to do anymore because has you know I don't want to blame the kids, but you know, kids. It's their fault, damn kids. Uh, what's the best restaurant you hit in LA last week? <sighs> we ate two really great meals. One was Gwen, which is Curtis Stone's place, um, and then Jitlada, which I don't know if you've ever eaten at. It's a hole-in-the-wall Thai place that's just oh. amazing. Just amazing. Wow. I'm, writing, I'm writing these down. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. I dig it. Do you guys do the Getty? That's my happy place, but I never go there. Oh, uh, I, I might. No, I have did not get there that weekend. We were kind of just more in Thai town. And like, it's like I said, we topped the weekend off going to watch the Dodgers uh, beat up on the hapless Marlins. So. I really like this, this, um, this, this, this train of thought, Ron. Let me ask you the question I was going to ask you at the end, the weird question. Let's just get the weird question out of the way. Okay. Yep. My producer looks uncomfortable. I'm excited. Percentage odds, from your perspective, where we humanity is in a simulation. Oh, this is one of my new favorite topics. Uh, <laughs> Good. Detail looks angry. Good. Uh, I'm going to go with like 25. percent Like it, it. Yeah. It explains some weird stuff, like deja vu, where you're suddenly like. Well, that was just a glitch in the matrix type of thing. Like, it, I, I know that there are physicists who really buy this now, but um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced, but I'm 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 willing to believe this theory a little. So, so I'm gonna say two things to you. One, look at the New York Times story on the, the the research that came out about doppelgangers. They found a bunch of doppelgangers who are from all over the world, and they share DNA, almost level of being twins. And uh, if the computer programmers are listening, I would like a little more power in my backhand. Uh, Kurt Heelan here, <laughs> here on the program. So, um, Russell Westbrook must feel like he's in a simulation because this guy, and we know the deterioration of his of his uh, place in the game, and I would argue his his skill set. And now the latest report out there, Kurt, is that they might just be like, "Hey, man, why don't you go home and chill and just don't show up." Is this a is that an if that were to occur, are the Lakers better with Westbrook, like you know doing what you did last week for the NBA season instead of playing basketball? I don't know. Yeah, probably honestly, because he just what they're going to ask of him if he is 
they're going to ask him to accept that he's not Russell Westbrook anymore and play a role, right? They're going to ask him to be in the court, run the offensive points, maybe with the second unit, but hey, you're going to be, he's a, he's a decent three point corner shooter, or at least was last year. You're going to be in the corner a lot, a lot as a distractor and cut down baselines. And you, by the way, we're going to ask you to hustle on defense every time that, like, they're going to ask him to not be exactly the same guy. And I don't know that that's going to go over all that well. And if it doesn't, you know, look, they're, and they keep him around, you're right back to some of the problems you had last year. And I don't think that's part of what Darvin Ham was brought in for, is to change part of that culture. And by the way, it's part of the reason you go get Patrick Beverly. For, for, I mean, aside the beef and everything else, like the Lakers were a team last year, you could just take the fight out of them. Like, if you got up on them early, if you made some plays, they just, you could take the fight out of the Lakers. Whatever you think of where Patrick Beverly is in his career, the guy just plays hard. He will not put up with that kind of that attitude from the team. So I think he's, I think they're, I think they might do that simply because they're not sure he can do the other things they're going to ask of him. But Bill, do you really think Westbrook's going to be like, like wall and just kind of accept that and go, all right, I'll go home. No. No, absolutely. I don't think he's. I don't think he's built that way. I, you know, I. One of the things about about a guy like Westbrook, Kurt Hill, and that I love, and I loved it in Kobe, and I loved it in Dwayne Wade, is the anger is the wrong word. Just the passion, right? Like the ferocious competitiveness, and those guys are often the ones that don't age as gracefully, right? It's the opposite of Tim Duncan because that's sort of their makeup to their greatness. I, I'm not sure Russell Westbrook. Has it in him? To, I don't think that's the basketball player he can ever be, Kurt. I would agree. I, I don't. I think what they're asking of him is something. It's, he is not Vince Carter, man. He is not a guy who can just adapt his game over time to changing roles and changing. You know, you mentioned Tim Duncan. Kareem did it, right? Like, all right, I've got to pass yeah. this team over to Magic, and I'll be number two. And there's a whole list of superstars who kind of realized at the end what they had to do. I don't think Westbrook's that guy. I think he expects to have the ball in his hands every time down and still be – thinks he's still Russell Westbrook, and he's, you know, I, I, he's just not that guy anymore. He's just not as efficient as he was back during his MVP year and stuff. Time comes for all of us. I'm going to tell a story, Kurt, that I'm not proud of, but it, it has bearing on this. I used to – I'm a bad dancer, but I'm a very good silly disco dancer. I used to go to weddings and do these crazy spins, and everyone would clap and cheer. It was a whole thing. And then one year, I went to a wedding in St. Louis, and I split my pants and couldn't get up. And you know what I realized? Time comes for all men. Russell Westbrook has split his pants, and it's just time to, to retire the dancing moves. Yeah, it's easier said than done, though, when you're that I, guy. I, and by the way, you've been that guy since high school. You've been that guy. I remember going to see – I went to UCLA, like a lot of people. I'm like, man, I want to go see this Kevin Love guy everybody's talking about. You came out of right. those games going – you came out of those games going – Who's Westbrook? Where did this go? Like, yeah, and he went to school here in, in, in you know, Southern California. Didn't know anything really about him. And it was like, holy crap, that guy's good. Um, he's, I just don't think it's, like you said, his personality, I just, he's not going to sit quietly at home. And I'm not sure he's capable of playing a role. Or, frankly, what he'd be really good at, if you put him in a Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, maybe Jordan Clarkson, Sixth man, you're going to come off the bench and you can do whatever the heck you want for 20, 20 minutes a game, right? 
we, you can totally run the offense for 20 minutes against the second units. He'd be okay. He'd, I think he'd thrive in that role, but he just would never accept it. I'm with you. He's capable. He's just, I think he's unwilling. I, I, I love this conversation about what athletes, what, what greats, what legends are or are not willing to do at the end of their career. And this isn't a shot but at Kobe Bryant, but Kobe Bryant wasn't willing to do what Tim Duncan was, in my opinion. right? And I think that is a reason Duncan got another ring. What do you think LeBron's approach will be when the time comes that he can still play, but he's not a top 10 player, he's a top 25 player? Yeah, First off, that has just been put off. That question has been put off for so long. Like He is in such great shape and keeps playing such a high IQ level of basketball. Um, I, I think he can accept a slightly lower, smaller role. And by the way, I think that is, among everything else with the Lakers, maybe the biggest test for them this year, which is it's not that LeBron is going to step back, but Darvin Ham has already come in as coach and said, hey, we're running the offense through, through uh, Anthony Davis. And LeBron – okayed this right like he's good with this we're going to run it through and by the way i need anthony davis to play all defense basically i need bubble anthony davis right for the lakers long term like you're going to find out this year if anthony davis can do that if he can't be that guy if he cannot be the next franchise cornerstone guy you've got some long-term decisions to make coming out of this season about what this team looks like post lebron that, that that are going to get really difficult because if Anthony, if you don't think Anthony Davis can be a number one, you know, best player on a championship team guy every year, you have to completely rethink what's next. All right, Kurt Heelan, we always forget what's not in front of us, or many people do. To what degree are you are you high on the Los Angeles Clippers this season? Very. Like I just I think that I might pick them to come out of the. Um, West. I think that they're going to be. It, this is one of those. It's just it, you're banking on. You know, I'm, it, Ty Lue should stop at a church on the way into to the practice facility every day and light a candle for Kawhi's knees, right? Like it, it really just does come down to that. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy and playing like Kawhi Leonard, if Paul George is healthy and playing like Paul George, they have the players around them. That is a championship level team. Um, I, I think that they can absolutely hang with Golden State. They can absolutely hang with Memphis or whoever else you want to put at the top of the West. They're that good. Um, and I, they're one of those teams, by the way, they're going to be good in the regular season. They're going to be a top four seed, maybe a top two seed. They'll be good, but they are far better built for the postseason. Um, Kurt Heal here from Pro Basketball Talk. I'm going to ask you a question that in years past I could have asked of Zion, I could have asked of Embiid, I could have asked of Blake Griffin, I could have asked of Greg Oden, and the answer, right, there's a wide range of outcomes based on the, the, the shared similarity between the start of those guys' careers and, and the really unfortunate news for, for Chet Holmgren um, and, and the injury for the Thunder and missed the entirety of the season, as you know. So I know it's, it's guesswork, but to what degree are you worried about the long-term prospects of that of that unicorn talent? A little, because big men with foot injuries, you know, it gives you a little pause. But the type of injury this is, which was fluky, and it's kind of a ligament thing, not a bone thing, makes me think that this is, you know, in a year he'll be better off. Or not better off, but he'll be back to being himself. So I'm... 
frankly, more bullish on him than I would have been on Embiid or maybe even Griffin at that point. So I, I still think he can bounce back. I still think he will bounce back and be whatever he was going to be. I think the, the book's still out on that, right? Like, I still don't quite know what he's going to be in the NBA. But whatever it is, I still I think the injury, hopefully, doesn't really get in the way of that. All right, two more quick questions. I'm going to have you help me with my own job at CBSSports.com. That is, that's the that's the the bummer deal for you being on the show, and it's great for me. I can just like use you to get my work done. I have to do this top hundred list of the top hundred players in the NBA. And can I tell you the weird two struggles I'm having? You just tell me I'm being silly. I'm actually struggling between Giannis and Steph at number one, which most people have told me is stupid, and I'm struggling whether to put LeBron higher than Kevin Durant. Ooh, okay, the first one, I don't think it's stupid. I think you can make a legitimate case for Steph, but it's cool. it's, it's Giannis. It's, it's Giannis. Giannis, right? It's Giannis okay. because defense. It's, it's, it's not to knock what Steph does, but Giannis brings it on both ends. Giannis is, by the way, Europe is not ready for him. He's going to put up, he put up 40 yesterday. He's just going to destroy Eurobasket. They're, they're not ready for this guy. Um and the second one was LeBron and LeBron, like LeBron, Durant, Kawhi. All three of them to me are just really hard. To yeah, place. I, I, it's what they're going to be this upcoming year. And, and Durant has not been. It, is, is, I mean, what's the criteria? Is it what they have been or what they what them healthy? What I mean, yeah. What I think they will be when this upcoming season ends, like where what their season will have been. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say I. I it's tough, but I am going to say KD in front of LeBron only because. LeBron is managing it incredibly well. Like we said, look, he's still a top 10 player in the league. He's still all NBA. He's still all that. But KD showed most recently, sadly, in Tokyo for the Olympics, but showed he can't actually be as good as anybody on the planet. He, he is much more capable of reaching, pushing Giannis and Curry for the top spot than anything else. So, I'd probably still have KD in front because I think he's healthy. I think he's motivated this year. Um, we'll see. The, the Brooklyn Nets could be their own soap opera, but um, I think he's I think he's the best. And Kawhi would have to be behind both of them, partially just because I don't as good as as great as he is. Like how many you're going to have to rest? He's a playoff guy. Like you you're going to play him 62 games in the regular season. He is not going to win MVP. He's going to look good, but he's not going to win MVP or anything. But you're keeping him right because for a 14-game stretch in the playoffs, he can be the best player in the world. Yeah, it's it's a, it, it's such a tough exercise. Uh, Kurt Heelan, my fellow Southern Californian, looking forward to getting a beer in Salt Lake City in February. <laughs> I'm telling you one more time, Jitlada, it's kind of – Near Thai town, like if you like Thai food, you got to do it. I'm in, dude. I, I I just need to I just need to ditch the kiddos. I love them. Yeah, there you just go. Get, yeah, yeah. Date night. Uh, thank you, buddy. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 